there's an ad that asks you like all these questions. And one of the questions that came up was, are you bi-curious? And he clicked yes. So when I was going through the answers, I was like, wait a minute. Welcome to Normalizing Non-Monogamy, the podcast where we interview incredible people from across the entire spectrum of non-monogamy to hear their fascinating stories. We strive to bring guests on the show who have a healthy approach to non-monogamy. However, it's important to remember that everyone does it a little bit differently, and the views and opinions expressed by our guests do not necessarily reflect our own. Additionally, we produce this show for entertainment purposes only. Please be aware that we aren't doctors or therapists. Consult a medical professional for anything regarding your health that you might learn about on the show. Enjoy. Welcome to episode 79. We're Finn and Emma, and today we have an interview with Stephanie and Jason. They're a newbie couple, and this is a pretty kick-ass interview. Yeah, they've been together for about 15 years or so and uh, met in their teens, but they're, they've got so much good stuff in here, everything from coming out to body positivity, shaming or dealing with shame, uh, depression, dealing with depression and anxiety and consent and just so, so many good pieces in here. I think this is one of uh, definitely one of the better ones we've ever had for anybody who is brand new to the lifestyle or non-monogamy would, would really benefit from, uh, from this interview. Yeah. I'm excited to share it. First, a couple of announcements. Uh, we wanted to thank Club Euphoria and Ray and Dee for an amazing foam party this past weekend in Finlay, Ohio. Um, Finn and I made it down for that and it was amazing meeting all of the other content creators and all of the other guests uh, that came up and visited our little booth and said hi and hung out in the foam. We may have danced a bit, right? Two hours. (laughs) At least. Or more. In the foam. (laughs) Yep. We also have a discount code for you guys, a new one, Uh, a company called The Enclosed. They do a subscription-based lingerie delivery. So you basically, you sign up for like a, a month or six months or a year. I think three months is also an option. But basically, you pick the level, everything like that. Anyway. They reached out to us and asked us to do a survey and to be on their blog. So we are now featured on their blog, which is pretty cool. But as a thank you for doing that, they actually sent me a super fun and sexy pair of underwear. So it arrived in a really neatly packaged box and even filled with rose petals. So it was actually one of the most uh, fun unboxing experiences I've had. <laughs> and I don't know, those, the underwear are very sexy and comfortable and a great color. And I'm super excited that they reached out to us. Yeah. So the, the discount code also, I agree, they are quite sexy. <laughs> the discount code is for $25 off any purchase. And that code is Emma 25. And uh, just to, to be clear on this, they're not an affiliate. We're not getting really a kickback for this. They've We just kind of had a call with them last week the, with the founder of the company. And, you know, we are just sort of finding ways to help each other out, uh, promote each other's products and, yeah, they're a and small work bu- together. Right. So there's a sm- they're a small business as well and have a lot of the same values we feel that we have as the same. So... Awesome to be working with them, and we're excited. And one other thing they were willing to do for us, uh, for anybody who was willing to be a patron or and on our Patreon page, they can get $50 off a purchase of $150 or more. So both these discounts, either $25 or $50 off, are 
not small taters. No. As they say in the South. <laughs> Are you from the South? No, I've heard they say that in the South. <laughs> uh, but moving on really quick. So we also wanted to mention that our, um, speaking of Patreon, our pa- next Patreon Q&A call is at 9 p.m. Eastern, Wednesday, August 21st. I know this is a Wednesday, but it worked best for our schedules at the moment. And just a quick update if you haven't listened to the show um, recently we have started a patreon and we're our whole goal with this is to really uh, create community around our show so you can be part of the monthly q a's for as little as two dollars a month or if you um, are five dollars a month or more you are part of the q a's and a chat group chat with everyone in the community yeah so we're super excited for that it's starting to grow pretty good uh, we had 10 people in the Q&A last month, and we're hoping to have more this month, and it was it was awesome. So thank you to everybody who supported us. If you want more information on this or any of the other resources, you can find it over at normalizingnonmonogamy.com. And there's all sorts. There's a resource page, and there's a contact us page if you want to reach out to us and say all hello. Of, and all anything. the show notes are there too. Yep, all the show notes, which will contain all of the resources for any show you've listened to so far. With that, maybe we should go hear what Stephanie and Jason have to say. Sure, let's go. Welcome, 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 Jason and Stephanie. Yeah. To the podcast. You reached out not too long ago when we were able to turn it around quick. So thanks for working with us on that. And thanks for reaching out. Yeah. Schedules aligned quickly, which was awesome. Yes. Awesome. So, yeah, I mean, we know very little about you other than what you told us in your email. So do you mind just giving us a little background on who each of you are and, and why you're on our show? I'll let you go first. So as far as how we are, who we are as a couple, um, we met when I was probably 15 or 16. So, um, and then we're kind of off, off and on again until I was about 18 and then have been together since. So we've been together for almost 15 years, been married for 10. Um, and then, um, just kind of over the last couple of years, we've started, um, being a little bit more adventurous. Um, I used to work for a local, um, adult toy company. So that kind of aided in that as a little bit as well. Yeah. We just, started kind of talking about what we wanted sexually, um, and then started to decide to open up a little bit more, um, and then kind of came across you guys and now we're redefining things. So, so yeah, I mean, obviously because we met at such a young age, very similar story, you know, I, I'm from pretty much all over the place and I used to live in the town that I met her in, but then moved away. And then, so spent a lot of time away and then came back. And when I came back, I started working and then actually worked with her brother. Yeah. Her brother was my boss. And then, <laughs> and then he's like, oh, you should marry my sister. And I'm like, dude, I'm not going to marry your sister. And then I married her. And then I married her. So, <laughs> essentially, I would say high school sweethearts since yeah. we met so young. Yeah. yeah. He's a little bit older than me. So he was out of high school, but yeah, um, my high school sweetheart. Yeah. <laughs> well, and how, I guess, how long ago you said you had been pretty sexually adventurous? You might have mentioned that before we started recording, but at what point, I guess, did the conversation come up or who, who brought up this conversation about 
what if we introduced other people? I don't really know who brought it up. I think probably you. It's probably, it's I think probably, probably me. you. <laughs> um, sorry. Um, and then, so, yeah, so I think he probably brought it up, and then it was just kind of a joking around kind of discussion, yeah. and then it just was like, well, what if we're serious? And then... It kind of started out as introducing a third party, and then as we developed, kind of like figuring out our dynamic, seeing what works for us, we thought maybe couples would work better. So it's, we're all kind of winging it as we go to some extent. Um, yeah. Yeah. And yeah, we're definitely open to trying new things, and we always have been. So it's just that having that discussion, well what does it mean or what would it mean right. if we had another person join us? Is it, will it affect our relationship or is it just fun and play? Yeah. Right. right. And that's kind of what we've been discussing since we haven't actually done anything yet. Oh, so newbies. Yeah. We are in fact newbies. Well, so throughout the 15 years of being together, had it ever come up at all of other people? Maybe in offhanded jokes. And yeah. we're both pretty, well, me more than you, are pretty, like, sex positive. Like, there's no shame in sex. Like, sex can be just sex. It doesn't have to be a relationship thing. So before I was with him, I never really dated, per se. I would have guys that I was, like, friends with that we would hook up. But I never really, like, had the serious relationship thing. So for me, it's a little bit easier to disconnect that. Um, so I, at first I was like, no. And then I was like, well, I mean, that kind of makes sense. So right. yeah. <laughs> well, then when, when Jason brought it up, then had you brought it up in, in the mindset of we'd find other relationships or were you thinking strictly just sex? Cause that seems counterintuitive to what, what she just laid out for your sort of approach to it. It was just sex. We're, we're, th- we're looking just for fun and, like maybe a friends with benefits kind of scenario. I think that's like from listening. A lot of people are like, yeah, just friends with benefits. Let's have fun. Let's do this. Yeah. Um, we've had a few other kind of odd experiences, like like in the same room sex and stuff when you're we younger, like, you know, we're drunk up at a cabin and we're like, oh, okay, everyone's just doing yeah. it in the cabin. And then <laughs> The more that we started talking about it, the more we realized, well, I mean, we kind of, that's sort of been our speed off and on. We just were like, that was a weird thing that happened. Yeah. And I almost accidentally had a threesome with my best friend and this uh, and a girl. And then wait, and wait, wait. accidentally. <laughs> I don't even know how I, I, was like, I was like 18. And then like, I just started making out with uh, another friend. And then uh, my best friend started like massaging her and it just turned into Almost. And then we kind of like, whoa. And then me and the girl went back to my house. (laughs) So it was like, sweet. (laughs) (laughs) So how long ago did you bring this up to Stephanie then? It it wasn't that long ago, right? No, it's probably been about six months, I would say, since we first started, like, more of joking about it. And then then talking about it, like, legitimately. Yeah. Yeah. And have you taken any steps to make it a reality, or is it still mostly just chatting about it and coming on podcasts randomly? (laughs) Um, So we started out with a Cassidy profile, and then that didn't really, like, 
like there wasn't really, it seemed to be that many people in our area. I don't know if it's just like they didn't fit our dynamic or what. Um, we, so we, it's a regional thing, I think like depending yeah, on, yeah. yeah, but, yeah. Um, so then we, um, started an open profile, the hashtag open, the hashtag open. Mm-hmm. Um, and we are actually talking to somebody from that, um, and have, I don't, a date is that what it's called yeah, uh, this weekend so um and then we have a sls profile as well that we've been talking to a couple people so yeah yeah so there's that so yeah we definitely have one date yeah and then we have a friend who is her and her husband have like there's been weird yeah like tension are, are we gonna have sex there. are we not yeah. <laughs> tension like is this a thing or is it not? It doesn't have to be a thing, but it could definitely be a thing. Yeah. <laughs> right. Do so they there. do they know what you yes. think? Yeah. Okay. And she so she has been in all of her relationships mm. except for the one that she's been in currently. Um, she was always consensual non-monogamy. Um, so this is her first like kind of monogamous relationship in a really long time. So it's something that they've kind of been in the same territory that we are, where they're kind of discussing third, fourth parties, things like that. So, yeah. Yeah. She's the one who brought it up in the first yeah. place that it prompted me to like start feverishly Googling. Right. What is this? Well, and I guess when you brought it up to Stephanie, were you, were you concerned about bringing it up? I mean, it sounds like, as she said, she's pretty sex positive. So it, it seems like she'd be pretty open to it, but I mean, there's always still a little bit of a worry that you might bring it up and that might be the thing that she's not cool with. Yeah, I think it was more, it was actually with us, it's a lot of things are just naturally flowing. Like, oh, hey, you know, threesome. <laughs> and then like, so with us, it's a lot, it's we're actually pretty good at communicating those yeah. things anyways. And um, I actually recently came out as bi to That's her. What I was going to say. So after that, <laughs> really what else is there that you can't talk about? And that was before. That was first. It's actually, we actually, he started, we started discussing the potential of a threesome. And then, so we found, what is that app called with the questions? Oh, have you, uh, oh, is it Spicer? Spicer, there it is, yeah. There's an app that asks you like all these questions. And one of the questions that came up was, are you bi-curious? And he clicked yes. So when I was going through the answers, I was like, wait a minute. And then I messaged him because he was at work. And I was like, wait, are you? By curious, you never said that to me, and he was like, "Yes." Yeah. So then it would just like all kind of unrolled, and then that was a bad week. Yeah, that was a thing <laughs> that he was nervous about telling me more so than I want to have a threesome. And then because she kept coming up with, "Oh, okay, two girls, two girls," and I'm like, "Well, what about a guy?" Yeah, <laughs> you know, I'm like, "How about <laughs> a guy?" Well, so how did I mean? So how did how did that roll out go? You said you were more nervous about that. It, doesn't seem like you got a divorce yet. No, no. no. So at first it was a little bit of a shock to the system because, so when I first met him, I was pretty sure he was gay. Like that's just the vibe that I got from him. And then he was like, no, no, I'm straight. And so I spent the last 15 years defending him saying he was straight. So that was kind of a like, well, you should have just told me like my sister is gay. Like you, I do a lot of like support for the LGBT. LGBT community. So there should have been no concerns there, but he, you know, I get it. Like he was raised in a religious family. So he spent, you know, the last, what, 25 years convincing himself that he shouldn't be like that. So it was, it was a whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that was a little bit more of a, a turmoil situation than the threesome yeah. ever would have been. Yeah. Because I'm, 
definitely there's nothing that would make me want to lose her because I love her so much. And like that, I feel like she'd be like, oh, no, I don't know why. But for all those years, I was like, no, she's just going to dump me, get get rid of me. And that wasn't acceptable to me. Yeah. Right. So, so you just buried it. Yeah. You know, I'm like, oh, hey, look at that cute guy. Just joking. Didn't look. Right. You know? And now it's a way for me to support him, too. It's fun for all of us, but it's a way for me to support him, too, to kind of explore that part of himself without feeling ashamed. So, yeah. And it's fun. Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say, how has that been now that you're not? It sounds like you're not hiding anything anymore, right? You're 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 able to be free about wanting potentially other partners and also about being bi. Like that's kind of a huge weight. Yeah, yeah. it actually has helped me out quite a bit. To be yeah. honest, like, so we've already had we always had a pretty strong relationship. You know, always valued like 100 honesty and stuff like that. So it's just opened the door that much more. Where we there's like literally absolutely no secrets. We're, you know, good sharing everything, including our bed, apparently. (laughs) (laughs) And Stephanie, are are you bi? So he considers me heteroflexible. Like, I'm technically straight, but if I was in a situation with a girl... She would have fun. Yeah. Like, I'm not against it, but, you know, when I'm walking around, I'm not like, oh, I want to have sex with her, so... Yeah. Yeah. No, that's fair. There's there's all different levels of interest, so... Yeah. (laughs) yeah so are there i guess now that everything's on the table and everyone's being who they are are there things that you're concerned about or things that either of you are afraid of like if we try this something could go wrong or are you pretty much just excited to see what happens a little bit of both i think i think the biggest concern is he's kind of a a mushy gushy romantic guy. So there's always that fear of if we are supposed to be keeping this just sex, is he going to catch feelings? That kind mm-hmm. of thing. But I think that's the biggest concern out of everything. I think we've pretty much talked it to death at this point. <laughs> so yeah. it's kind of a, you know, put up or shut. Yeah. yeah. And then we'll, we'll just reassess afterwards and see yeah. if it's actually something that we're going to continue doing or, you know, yeah. we've always said there's got to be communication before, during, and after. Yeah. I, I was like, are there any other rules that you've put into place? I know a lot mm-hmm. of people have different opinions about rules, so. Yeah, so we pretty much, as we started out, ruled it to death. Like, there was rules about everything. And then as we go and things develop, talking to other people or we actually, like, think about the realistic potential of something happening, then we kind of reassess as we go. And we're like, maybe that's not such important kind of rules. Um, When we first started out, we were like soft swap only. There's no penetration. And then now we're like, but maybe there should be penetration. So, (laughs) And you you haven't even done anything. So you've already. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I think, I think we only really have like two rules at this point. We, We boiled it down to like two rules, protection, and no fisting. Oh, three, sorry, three <laughs> that third rule is always a linger in there in the back. Gosh, I always forget that one. Oops. Um, and then, uh, and then no separate rooms or separate. Oh play. yeah, no separate play. So it's just yeah. essentially no crazy stuff, no no separate rooms crazy and protection. Un- yeah, unless there needs to be fisting, and then yeah. I, guess, I mean that it's a hard that's pass. her rule. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> can be amended just yeah i was i was curious back on the the concern about maybe one or the other of you catching feelings is that like i mean is that something that's negotiable at some point if one or both of you did that is that 
Well, that's something uh-huh. to be honest with that we've struggled with too over right. the years. Like that's plenty like you, of conversations that we've had about that. Yeah, you can say you don't want it to happen, but you you never know what's going to happen. And I guess is that something you've talked about? Like, if this happens, what do we do? Um, I think we've thought about it. Um, like, what would we do in that situation? Um, and as of right now, we're like, well, it's going to be something that has to end because our relationship comes first. But I mean everything so far has changed and developed as we go. So it's something that could change and develop as we go there too. Yeah. I mean, that's with everything, even with our sex life, right? Like, Oh, Oh, this is fine as high schoolers. We don't know how to do anything weird. We started out pretty prudish and then I just kind of blossomed into something else. Like I remember when we first started dating, like I was afraid to kiss him with tongue because I thought he would think I was a slut. (laughs) (laughs) And then he was like, wow, she's kind of a bad kisser. And I was like, well, no, I just know that you know that I've been around with other people and I didn't want you to think I was a slut. So <laughs> you're a bad kisser when we first yeah. got together. Oh, that's fine. She's cute. <laughs> that's a really good story that you have now, though, right? Yeah. <laughs> we, we, well, yeah, because we've gone so from that to we have a cupboard full of sex toys that yeah. we have to hide from the kids. <laughs> yeah. And even that's like opened up too. Like, it went from, because I'm not really a big masturbator. Like, I'm a strong proponent for other people to do it because it's healthy and all that stuff. But it's just something that I don't do very often. I'd rather wait till he gets home and have actual sex. But now it's developed into, like, I texted him the other day. And I was like, I played with my womanizer. And it was a challenge to see how many orgasms I could have. And we never would have talked about that before even. Yeah. Yeah. And, now, and now I feel inadequate. So, no, I have <laughs> The record. There's a record. (laughs) There's a record put down that I have to beat. Well, it's it's always good to have goals. Yeah. 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 So you are going against a machine, not to say it can't be done, but yeah, Uh, pretty good. It's gonna take all night. It's fine. I'll get it. We'll do this. (laughs) But it sounds like. Oh, it sounds like it's. uh, That's what we should, uh, no, never mind. That's like a sponsor of energy drinks, but no, not, not a good idea. <laughs> it sounds like it's, it's already, even without having physically met another couple, you've already started to see some, some benefits in your sex life. Are there other things that you've seen sexual or not that have improved since you decided to start either talking about other people or coming out to Stephanie as, as bi? I think from the moment I came out, our communication has exploded as far as yeah. being able to talk to each other about anything. And cause I always had that, that looming over my head, like, Oh no, I've got that part of me that I can't talk about. But now that that's the biggest thing you possibly could say. Right. So after that, I can literally, I feel free. I mean, I felt free. She always supported me anyways, so, Which is why I didn't understand why he wouldn't just tell me at the beginning. I, I, <laughs> I get it. In my soul. <laughs> but we had also done our, we've been doing more body positivity and being kind yeah, of. Yeah, I think that that helped a lot too, because I've done a lot. We both have done a lot of work on ourselves, like accepting who we are visually as a person, all those things. And then with this, like our communication, there's just absolutely no shame between the two of us. Yeah. So. So that, that, that right there helped me like, okay, now I'm more okay with my body. I've lost, I actually, I work hard and I've lost a decent amount of weight. So that started almost 60 pounds. Wow. 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 Yeah. Congratulations. And so I was feeling good there and I started feeling good about my body. I started feeling good about who I am. And then also taking that step to kind of say F society, who cares what they think. And then that allowed me to then be like, okay, here's who I am. 
Yeah. No, I think so, that, I mean, that makes complete sense that that was your journey. I mean, I, all of us are carrying around some sort of, you know, a lot of shame um, normally, yeah. especially with, when you're trying to push against society and do something a little different and trying to just accept yourself without being ashamed of it can be really uh, hard to do. Absolutely. No, and that's yeah. kind of what we've kind of been trying to do. Yeah. And I like, encourage our friends to be like, no, no, no. Who cares? Be yeah. you love yourself and then that's all that matters because when you love yourself you'll allow yourself to be loved and stuff like that like i have cousins that i'm glad are following her and her instagram because she's all about this is who i am and right. you know if you have body issues it's i that's okay because everybody has those but you have the ability to choose to be okay with it right yeah, like, to love I'm yourself okay. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Cause I, I mean, I'm a plus size girl always have been. And it was to the point where for the longest time, like I had an eating disorder, like I beat myself up about it. And then I kind of, I started taking care of my depression, and my anxiety, which is a huge, huge deal for me. Um, cause I always <clears throat> like thought I could do it on my own. Like I, that's my pride is my, my weakness. Like I always think that I can do everything on my own. And so I when I started, I think that's very common, by the way, I think most yeah. people think they can fix themselves. Yeah, I got it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I started taking care of that and then I kind of was like, well, you know, all these things that I think are wrong with me, is it because I actually think it's wrong with me or is it because someone else told me something was wrong with me? Right. And even like with this stuff, that's kind of how we've come at it too. Like we had that discussion, like, are we going to be open to everybody about what we're doing, those kind of things. And we've kind of decided if people find out that's totally fine, it's not their business. We, as long as we're happy and doing ourselves and, you know, communicate with each other and our relationship is still strong, then we're doing the right thing. So I think for the most part, we're lucky. We have family who are like, Oh, okay. That's the thing you're doing. Sweet. My family's not that. Way. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> maybe a sister, but my family my specifically, family that like we have that support. My family at least. Cause like I came out to buy to them. Like, okay, sweet. Next. That even my family was like, well, we already knew that. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, but uh, with the relationship stuff, because my family's very like old fashioned, like my parents were old school Southern. That's how we were raised. You don't have emotions. You don't cheat. Mm. You don't do all those things. So I can already tell that they'd be like, well, now you're going to get a divorce. So, the they were, that's why they were the last ones to know. Yeah. <laughs> but they took it. You told them. Yeah. 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 And they, with that, that news, like they were totally fine with it. This news, I think they'd be like, mm. not so accepting. They're like, I it's give whatever, it. It's not their relationship. Yeah. They're like, I give it three weeks. Yeah. <laughs> kind of changing topics a little bit. Are there things, well, I guess it's not really a change of topics, but are there other things that either of you learned about the other one that kind of surprised you as you've been talking now more openly? Other than the bisexual thing, which I feel like was a big surprise, too. <laughs> surprise! Although um, it sounds like it really wasn't a surprise to anyone. <laughs> it's true. It's true. It wasn't. <laughs> Why is he wearing so many short shorts? Why do you like fancy Why underwear? Like thongs so much. <laughs> I think the only, like, surprise really has been that we have the same taste in men. <laughs> I don't um, know. I feel like sometimes it's like, nope. You're like, nope. I'm like, shut up. He's cute. But... <laughs> Yeah, like the same thing. I think there's really been that many surprises because we were already so open with each other. This has just taken away like that much more of a barrier. Mm -hmm. 
I think that we find out like surprising fetishes about ourselves. That's what I was going to say. Your um, fetish. Like in exploring and doing things or like watching, like now we watch like buy porn and we never would have before. Right. So now we're like, that looks like it'd be fun to try. Yeah. Like um, things like that. Then we send each other, uh, Sex gifts. gifts all day long. <laughs> hey, what about this? What about that? Um, maybe your your fetish for uh, multiple. Call me out right now. I'm totally calling you out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the was it the like the cum? She wants cum shots like all over her face. Facials. Facials. Oh, yeah. Now everybody knows that. Thanks. Okay. <laughs> Welcome. Hey, but that, she's not into fisting, so it's fine. Not that, into fisting. That wasn't a surprise. That was yeah. a surprise. Mm-hmm. That other one was a surprise. Well, and really, again, not. Uncommon. That's a yeah. common <laughs> fantasy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm normal. I told you. <laughs> Me too. I said that. Uh, yeah. So nothing really surprising, really. I mean, we we've known each other for so long that it's everything's just yeah. kind of oh, We're basically kids when you met. So yeah, right, right. Yeah. You you did mention children. Uh, I don't know how old they are, but are you pretty open with your children? Obviously not about the sex stuff, but like in general, yeah. like how, how do you treat that for other parents that might be listening that might be trying to figure out how to navigate, you know, being more open-minded, sex positive with your children. Do you have any tips on that? So our kids are still pretty young. They're one in five. So we okay. haven't quite had to get there yet, but I mean, like our daughter has noticed cause we have like a bisexual flag in our room. Mm. So she's noticed that and Jay was just like, well, no, that's I'm... dad's flag. Oh, yeah. That's right. um, that kind of thing. So at this point, like, we're open with them as far as, like, they're allowed to do or think. She said that she was going to marry another little girl that we know. And we're like, you can do that if you want. Like, do what yeah. makes you happy. So we're kind of just, like, Laying making down the... sure. Yeah. Like, we're in groundwork stage now <laughs> where we're yeah, just yeah. like, you can do what makes you happy. You don't have to think about what other people think of you. As long yeah. as you're happy and safe. Yep. Right. Um, but we've already, we've talked about that when we get older and, you know, when they get to the point where they're going through puberty and starting to feel feelings, like we'll have that discussion. We'll be open with them. Like there's things that you do behind closed doors and that's perfectly fine. We don't need to talk about it. As long as you're safe, you're happy. Yep. Everything's consensual, yep. all that kind of stuff. So, yeah. and then as far as sexuality goes, as far as like same sex, opposite sex, all that stuff, like. Her, her her aunt is a lesbian, so we have she already, that. Yeah, they're already kind of exposed to that a little bit. So, yeah. And we go to uh, the Pride Parade every year. So we're just trying to raise them as open and honest as possible. We don't want them to have any fears or shame for, about themselves. Right. Yeah. And most of the time, kids are like, oh, that's how it is. They don't. Yeah, actually, that's kind of. It. Yeah, that's our goal is to be like, they're like not even thinking anything different of anything yeah. like that. So we had a quick discussion about the flag. We're like. Uh, she's like, oh, what are we going to say about the flag? I'm like, we'll just say that that means that dad I wasn't, likes... like, panicked about it. Oh, I just wanted to know, like, what do you want me to say? Do you want me to say dad likes to kiss boys? Or do you want me to just be like, oh, that's dad? Uh, we're going to say that the flag just means that dad likes, thinks boys and girls are cute. And then leave it at that and then yeah. see kind of where that goes from yeah. there. Yeah, and keep it age appropriate, right? I mean... Yeah. And honestly, you could probably tell the one-year-old she... She ain't gonna know. She yeah, knows. exactly. Yeah. He doesn't care. We're going we've already, we've already had the weird discussions. I we we'll remember it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna be a terrible parent someday. <laughs> Aren't we all? Slightly, slightly afraid. You know, don't because all parents are horrible parents. They just hide it better. Different yeah. levels. Of... We're all just, you're all just doing the best you can. You're like just as you know, 
every person in life is doing the best they can. <laughs> it really is. And I think that there are so many varying levels of like judgment, right? Like, oh, parental judgment, sexual judgment, all these different judgments that when you're behind closed doors, we're all freaks, right? Yeah. We're, we're all just some, up. something different might be your jam and than mine, but that's doesn't matter. Yeah. It's just when well, you should have the the openness and ability to explore what's different about you because mm-hmm. that's perfectly fine. Yeah. Yeah. Are there things that along those same lines, are there things that you're excited like you can't wait to get out there and try, or is is it just sort of like, yeah, we're just curious about it all? I feel like the second thing, really. Like, I'm excited, you know, to, to try the things that I've not been able to, like, with a guy, right? Mm-hmm. And, like, oh, sweet, okay, I can actually, it's actually kind of, like, like whoa, for, like, slight, I want I still want to do it, but I'm still kind of, like, oh, okay, this is going to be really weird, intimidated, there we go. Yeah, because, yeah. number one, I'm doing the things that I've kind of just fantasized ever since I was a kid with my wife. Right. Like, okay. Like, that's going to be. Yeah. So it's exciting. And then, so we're allowing ourselves the freedom to experience the things that we've always thought were like taboo or weird um, without worrying about what actually like other people would think about it because Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter what other people think about it as long as we're, you know, happy. And that way we can be like, I want to do this thing. And if we don't like it, we never have to do it again. Or Mm -hmm. if it's something that we're like, I secretly want to try this and like DVP or mm-hmm. things like that, then, you know, we can let ourselves experience it. And yeah. So that, that part's exciting. For sure. Yeah. That's, I think I agree. Yes. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Well, I was, I, I guess I'm on those same lines again, are there like, has, has safety been a concern in terms of your, I guess just keeping each other safe and healthy. You have kids. Have you discussed how you want to move forward, you know, doing that? Because I know that's a huge concern a lot of people have when they think about doing this is how how are we going to do this but be safe about it? Yeah, so as far as the kids and safety are involved, um, anybody that we're involved in, at least right now, will will never meet the kids. Like, we don't want the kids involved in any of that stuff. The kids will not be in the house or around when any sort of even just dating or hanging out is going on. Um, so that they're, they, everything is just business as usual for them. Yep. Um, it'll just be like mommy and daddy's date nights and stuff like that. Cause we've, we've been trying to work on that as a couple too, to where we, we make time for each other, um, to go do the adult things because we've slipped into the role of like, we're just yes. parents, like right. we're just yeah. mom, we're just dad. So trying to establish like ourselves as people again. Right. Um, so that would be our times to go do that, those kind of things when they're at grandma's house or with auntie, something like that. Um, and then as far as safety, as far as ourselves, like we've both told each other, like constant communication. Like if you see something weird that's going on, that looks like I'm not comfortable or, or you're not comfortable with, you always have to communicate that. Um, if you feel like we're out and about and you see something weird with the person that we're with, you need to communicate that Mm -hmm. so that we're safe as far as that kind of stuff goes. There's no like Like code words, code taps, (laughs) (laughs) you know. You, um, you yell Sasquatch really loud. I'm we're out. We'll go. <laughs> and then as far as like safety goes, as far as like potential STD transfers and stuff like that, you know, like we've talked about um, safer sex as far as like condoms and like mm-hmm. all those kind of things goes. So yeah. sure. Yeah. But 
Blowjobs, no condom. <laughs> That's not fun. Fair, fair enough. I mean, everybody has, I mean, we're all assuming a certain level of risk. Right. You know, yeah. and so everybody takes that upon themselves. And as long as it's communicated, that's totally up to you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Have you have you found any other resources besides oh, yeah. our show that have been beneficial? Because, again, you're kind of still at the, the early stages, which is super fun for us to talk to people who are right there because it's been a long time since we've been there. So right. any any new resources that you found super useful in the last couple months talking about it? You're the one that does all the research, so. <laughs> it's true. Um, I... I think just listening to the like your your podcast specifically because it's you go through the beginning stories of every guest and that really helped us and me kind of convey oh there's this this and this you know like our rules like we've boiled our rules down to like three right, right. so we've listened to everybody else's rules and like they usually tend to like go away so I'm like okay well or modify or modify yeah. right so like it makes sense yeah but yeah so your podcast yeah cuz yours is yours goes through the like their their personal stories more and i i felt like that was more useful for me to kind of like oh okay and this is how it looks like on the other side yeah like on the other side here's the beginning it looks like this and on the other side it looks like this right it's kind of like the full spectrum and you can see that oh marriage doesn't have to end just because you're having fun with other people and you know just communicate 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 life evolves like everything oh. about life and stuff like that evolves especially because we've been together for so long like of course we're going to evolve together so yeah yeah right yeah for sure well and i'm i'm personally you know fascinated and looking forward to hearing how it evolves because again this is as you touched on jason like this is not only your first time exploring outside of your relationship but it's also your first time exploring the the bisexual side. And I think, I mean, those are two huge things and you're doing them both at the same time. Not to like yeah. pile on the pressure. <laughs> no, oh, no pressure. Oh, man, <laughs> You've obviously taken your time. Like you said, it's been six months and you still haven't gone on a date yet, which is totally cool. But like you've spent all that time talking and learning mm-hmm. and and taking your time to get to those space, you know, steps. You haven't just jumped right in, which some people that works for them but yeah um i think a little bit of it was it's it's hard obviously because i'm not going to hide the fact that i'm bi so you're on the profiles and stuff you know we say i'm bi and i think that might scare away because like i'm not against straight play just because i'm bi right exactly right like yeah i can still play the girl come on but you know i think that scares away some guys or some couples oh he's gonna you know maybe do something with me i'm like well this is consent we i'm definitely enthusiastic consent you know, yeah. is important. So, because I don't, if you're not willing, I definitely don't. That's not fun for me either. So, no, right. no. Yeah. I'm not a predator. But we have know. a little bit of a, a twofer there too, because you have like the buy thing. Um, and, you know, it's a little bit harder to find partners in the community that are, you know, guys on guys, like that are okay with that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. But also, like being a plus size girl, like there's so many things that are like people in their profile be like fit people only, like all these things. Like, I, I don't remember what club it was, but there was a club that I was looking at that actually had a BMI restriction on it. And I was like, what? that's ridiculous. That's <laughs> absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. So there, there's that. I mean, because, I mean, BD, BBW is a fetish, but, like, we also don't want weirdos that are just into that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so we're also picky. 
Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. well, I mean, and you're just a person. It's just, you know, you're, right. not, you're not just someone who's fetish. I think that right. That's exactly my stance. And that's the, yeah. she's. I think she's posted that. I literally on, her on Instagram. my Instagram was like, "I'm a woman, not a fetish." So yeah, yeah. Well, it sounds like you're taking your time. To, to, it's okay to be picky. You can you can sort through things and meet the right people, and you know, it might take a, a little bit of trial and error to meeting different people till you mm-hmm. find a good match. But uh, have you received pushback online for? so far for um having by have being by on your profile no good pushback no we've just had a lot of people that were like when we're talking to them like you can totally tell they're just kind of like not necessarily put off by it but they're like well i i don't do any gay stuff i don't do any of that stuff and we're like well he's not gay he's bi like yeah, totally okay to I, not do any of I that just, stuff. So I'm just down to play. Let's, right, let's, and in that situation, <laughs> because that's come up. We're like, well, Equal that's an uncomfortable situation. We don't want anybody to yeah. think that there's anything, you know, any sort of underlying maniacal yeah. like secret motives or anything. What I say, if I mean, if one flops in my lap, I'm gonna play with it, but I'm not gonna. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know. I think that's good. I mean, and you know. I think that's something that we've started to see re- people relaxing a little bit about, not necessarily their stance on like whether they're interested or not, but how they approach it, right? Like you don't have to be a dick about it. Like you can be yeah. like, yeah, hey, yeah, it's not for me, but we're totally happy to hang out. And, you know, we trust that you're just as consent oriented as any other couple. And yep. I think that's, yeah, I think that's the thing to remember is right. it just just because you're bi doesn't mean you run around like trying to get with every guy that's within reach. Yeah. 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 Well, and our big thing is not like, it's not just consent. It's enthusiastic consent. So if there's any sort of like, uh, maybe yeah. not or then we're like no it's not for you we're not for you this is this yeah. isn't for you it's yeah for you. <laughs> <laughs> i only think <Yeah>. cute guys <laughs> they gotta pass the cute bar yeah. oh sorry you don't don't worry so don't flatter yourself <laughs> don't flatter yourself <laughs> you don't look like jason the Miller, so it's not good <laughs> i mean that's a hard that's a really high bar so i, I get it <laughs> Well, is is there anything that we didn't touch on that that you were hoping to to get out there today? I think we hit pretty much everything that I, I mean, as far as question for you guys, I mean, is there any sort of oh. feedback that you would have for us like in getting into the the lifestyle um things to look out for? Yes. Those kind I mean, of things. I mean, it sounds like you guys have pretty much knocked them all out. I mean, you <laughs> like a lot of the things that people worry about are are they good looking enough or, you know, in your case, I'm bi, is anyone going to like that about me? And Mm -hmm. it sounds like you both kind of have those, whether or not it still is an issue at times, like you kind of have them under control or at least in the forefront. Like, well, you've worked on the self-love part a lot, which sounds huge, which is huge. Yeah. And also taking the time to have all the conversations and, and, and do some research and stuff ahead of time, I think is also really good. And I think it's easy at the beginning to want, like the first time somebody wants to play with you to be like, well, this is our only opportunity to ever do this, especially if it took Mm -hmm. six months to find somebody and then you finally find somebody. And then it's like, well, it's not perfect, but this is our only opportunity. So we're going to go for it. I just, that doesn't Mm -hmm. usually work out well. Or if somebody has drank Mm -hmm. too much or something like that, one one night, let's just call it. 
and reconvene. Like, or if you're just, if they're really feeling you and you're not really feeling them or vice versa, like it's okay not to push to make it happen Um, and realize that there will be another time. And that's, and also one of our learning points was don't be, I mean, be patient and considerate with people, but don't be overly patient. If, yeah. things, if there's red flags or you're uncomfortable or you're just like, this night's not going well, get out of there. Like, right. even if you're in the middle of doing anything, yeah. Like, and it's yeah. hard. Like, if you're if your clothes are off and things are seem to be going along, or especially if your partner seems like they're having fun and you're not, like, you still, it's hard. But you've got to be able to to to. Yeah. find a way to get out of that situation. And that's a lesson right. we learned many times. <laughs> and that's, that's something that we've discussed too, because he's really like more gung-ho, like this person's talking to us, let's invite them yeah. somewhere and all this stuff. And I'm like, maybe let's we should just slow your roll let's and uh, we'll make sure that they're a decent human being first. Well, and, uh, and also remember, you're going to fuck it up. Like there yeah. will, you'll think, oh, this is great. And then you'll get in there and then you'll leave. You'll be like, what the fuck happened? Like yeah. it seemed great. And so you're going to make mistakes but as long as you're on the same team and you're working mm-hmm. together and communicating about and, and it. And don't like, beat yourself up yeah. about the mistakes. Yeah, absolutely. It's going to happen. But yeah. I think we've already discussed essentially the, the fuck up clause. Yeah. Where, <laughs> yeah. Clause. Which is, you know, we'll forgive We're ourselves. We're going to do something wrong and it's going to be okay. Yeah. So. yeah. And maybe even more than once. I've n- I've never done it, but Emma, <laughs> yeah. she's a repeat offender. <laughs> I think we've both done it together. <laughs> So yeah. yeah, no, I think yeah, it's been. I mean, it's been awesome. Yeah, I'm trying to think if I have any other advice, but we hit the big ones um, that I wish I would have known at the beginning. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess we wish you both happy happy trails and uh, <laughs> keep, keep us in the loop because I think people would be interested to hear like how how it goes now that that we kind of heard about it right from the beginning and maybe we. We yeah. get the we get the update story in a while, and we've actually had a couple emails with people requesting stories from people who are brand new too. So uh, it's oh. very exciting that you reached out and were willing to come on the show because that's very helpful for people who are just starting out and yeah. they're in the same place as you. So yeah, um, I'm glad to do it. Yeah, because yeah, I can't count how many times I've listened to your guys' show and then been like, "That's a good point." <laughs> oh yeah that might work like yeah. those kind of things so yeah yeah well perfect. that's the whole point Ho- hopefully one or two of those comes out of this one for somebody else i'm sure it will <laughs> and, hopefully yeah well it's and we'll reconvene and touch base with you you know in a few months maybe yeah sounds good after after a date and we can put a we'll put a, an addendum at the end of this to do <laughs> yes so actually that would work because this won't publish right like this week so yeah Yeah. (laughs) perfect well you two have a wonderful day yes and we will chat soon thank you so much guys bye bye and we're back right hello hello (laughs) uh thank you to jason and stephanie i hope everyone got a lot out of this episode we were super pumped to share it yeah it was definitely again i think you will have to agree at this point that that was fantastic information for anybody who is new to the swinging community and also quick update yeah well first i was just going to say anyone who has 
had to deal with coming out to their partner about being bi. Oh, yes, is, yes, that's a very good It's a pretty amazing story. So congratulations to uh, them on doing that. Yes. So, the update on their date. So basically what they told us is the couple ghosted on them at the last second and basically, yeah, never heard from them again. But I know. <laughs> but they kept a super awesome attitude. They went out, had a kick-ass date anyways. Yeah. And they basically said, you know what? They're not worried about it. They're going to continue to just take their time and meet the right people when they meet the right people. So that's pretty much the best attitude you could have. So we're excited for them and wish yeah. them luck in the future because we think they have a fantastic attitude around it all. So next week... We have an interview with Norm, and we actually met Norm at Atlanta Poly Weekend when we were there in June, and he is an amazing person. Uh, he's very honest with us about some of his relationships with his partners and family and friends, and it has a lot of goodness in it. Yeah, and he's also a super good resource. Uh, he's, he runs some different discussion groups out in the D.C. area and some support groups. Yeah. So he's, he's kind of a wealth of knowledge on the topic. And uh, his story will will leave you laughing and maybe cringing a little. <laughs> so you're going to want to come back next week, and we will see you all then. Thanks for listening, everyone. <laughs>